On episode 516 of Nintendo Switchcraft, moving out first impressions, Mario Maker 2, Confusion, and extended Animal Crossing content. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Lloyd Hannison from beautiful Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, and you're listening to the Nintendo Switchcraft Podcast. Welcome back to Switchcraft. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I bring you all of the Nintendo news that there is to talk about. If you want to hang out with us live, you can head on over to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, and right there with a bunch of other people, you can watch me make mistakes over and over and over again. Uh, this episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like you. Big thank you to everybody out there who is a patron. It really does help. You have no idea how much it helps. Uh, if you want to get Switchcraft and all of my other content without any ads in it whatsoever, you can do so for as little as a dollar by heading on over to uh, patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Let's get started with today's Nintendo news. Actually, it's not really news. I received a review copy of Moving Out, and if you don't know what Moving Out is, it is this really, really... Okay, so there's this new weird subgenre of video game that's out there. It's start, you know, it's a physics-based game where you've got a bunch of objects and they act, they, they react due to the laws of physics, which is great, uh, but it's this new subgenre where you have to pick things up and move them to some other place. Like, I guess it's not necessarily a new subgenre, but we seem to be getting a bunch of these games coming out recently. We had a totally reliable delivery service, which I think I made a YouTube video about. Uh, we had Get Packed, which is coming to Google Stadia uh, sometime soon, and I'm sure it'll come to other platforms after that. And now we have Moving Out, which I received a review copy of. Uh, this is not an ad. They didn't pay me to talk about it. They did send me a review copy. And I've played it for a couple of hours. I played it both solo and uh, with other people. And I have to say that it was a really, really great experience playing with other people. Playing it solo was just kind of okay. I mean, I had fun. And there is a challenge to getting these levels done. But it was way more fun when I was playing with somebody else. Uh, it has up to four players. And uh, you and the other people who are in, uh, who are playing with you, uh, each person selects a character to be. Like there's a weird lizard and a cat in a wheelchair and a guy with a toaster for a head and a guy with a plant for a head. And then as you play the game, you unlock other characters to be. But the characters are all the same. It's just different skins of the same characters. So it doesn't actually affect anything. Uh, but each person chooses a character that they want to play as. And then your truck pulls up to the house and each item in the house that you need to bring back out to the truck and put it in the truck is marked. And it'll if you hold down the X button, I believe I got to look at my Nintendo Switch because, you know, X button is in a different place on every console. Uh, but if you look at the X or if you hit the X button on your Nintendo Switch, it will pop up over all of the items that you need to deliver, how many people are required 
to move that item. Now, if it pops up and it says you need two people to move this item, you can move it with one person, but it's going to be very slow. So you can grab a couch and drag it extremely slowly towards the truck, or you can get the other person to help you by picking up the other end. Now, if you have ever picked up a couch and tried to move it to some place, then you understand the problems that you're about to start having. First off, when you say turn left or turn right, who's turning because now you're facing opposite directions. Uh, so who, who's backing up, who's walking forward? It, it starts to get really, really fun and communication is key. And I've had a lot of fun with this game, playing it with other people. Playing it by myself, not so fun. That being said, you know, you've got to move all of these things. Uh, if I'm playing single player, they did add in like an assist mode and or assistant mode, I believe they called it. And there's a bunch of different options that you're given based on what you think you need in order to accomplish the goal. Because even getting um, gold, silver, or bronze uh, on a level is tough with two people. It feels impossible with three people. So if you turn on the assistant mode, then you can change how much time it takes in order to get the gold, silver, and bronze. Because really, you're, you're fighting against the clock. You can also change how heavy the objects are. So items that would normally require multiple people to pick up, you can now move it much quicker on your own. Um, like you can also make it so that items will disappear once you put them on the truck as opposed to, to remaining there. And that's one of the fun things about the game as well. First off, you have to accomplish the task of getting all of the items out of the house. And then you need to kind of Tetris them onto the truck where you get the big items on first and then you throw the little items on top of the, the big items. That becomes really, really difficult when you're playing alone. When you're playing with another person, you can then communicate with them. Uh, each person grab uh, you know, one side of a bed or a couch and you can put it into the right position much easier than you can when you do it all by yourself. Uh, so being able to turn that off where you just grab an item and you carry it to the truck and as soon as you put it on the truck, it just poof, disappears and it counts as delivered. That takes a a part of the game that gets very difficult very quickly and just gets rid of it. And I think that they, that the developers have done a really good job on allowing the player to adjust the difficulty as they see fit. My one issue with how they did it is if I understand it correctly, you have to turn on assistant mode for your whole save, you can't just turn it on and on. you can go in and on this level, turn all of the assistant modes off. But if you want to turn on assistant mode, I believe that you have to leave the map and come back. You can't just turn it on and it just seems a little clunky. But that being said, it's great that they decided to add those things in. I specifically had to turn on uh, the assistant mode for having items disappear once I delivered them to the truck when I had to go to a farm and pack up a bunch of chickens and pigs and sheep and put them on the truck. The problem is, is that the chickens and pig and sheep, they don't just sit there like furniture does. They will get back off the truck. And so I was constantly going back and forth and trying to fight to get them to stay on the truck. I would grab a, a bale of hay and put it in the way to try and block them from getting out. And then I would try and throw the animals 
over the hay. There's a zaniness to the game, which is actually really awesome. Uh, so I ended up having trouble with that level and I ended up failing that level. So I turned on the assistant mode to make it. So when I grabbed a chicken and threw it into the truck, it would just disappear and I didn't have to worry about it anymore. There's other uh, obstacles that you can either A, use to your advantage or B, will get in your way. Uh, so for instance, there was a level that I played where they had uh, the, the, these ramps on the side of the house and they were covered in snow. It was awesome because then what I did is I just, and, and you don't have to really worry about breaking somebody's TV or anything like that. You just grab the items and chuck them out the window um, unless they're marked as fragile and then you want to carry them and just set them down gently. But most stuff is breakable because the owner paid insurance or something that they said in the game, which is very funny. Uh, but I had these slopes covered in snow outside of the house. And so I was just throwing stuff out the window and it would land on those slopes and then fall down or slide down the slopes next to the truck. And then once everything was out of the house, I just went outside and I was start started to throw stuff on the truck. And I can imagine playing that level in multiplayer would be especially fast because you get one person in the house just throwing stuff out or three people in the house just throwing stuff out while one person stays down by the truck and starts loading things up. I think that overall I'm having a blast with moving out, but I would say unless you have people to play with, I wouldn't recommend it. Playing solo is fine, but the game really shines as a party game. And as a party game, I feel like it has almost infinite replayability because you can keep going back and trying to do those same things again to, to do better, to maybe get better than your bronze, you get silver or gold, or just to beat the your best time that you got before. So overall, uh, moving out, I think is thumbs up and it would be, it would be way better, way more improved if they had included online multiplayer, because then you could play it with a bunch of random people online. And I think that that would be very, very fun. So that's moving out. That's what I think of it. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Double Dragon 3, the ultimate in NES martial arts action continues with all new weapons, characters, and street fighting moves against the world's most awesome villains. Double Dragon 3 from Acclaim. The action keeps coming. Okay, uh, Mario Maker 2. I love Mario Maker 2. And I've been playing a bunch of Mario Maker 2 since the new update came out, which included... Super Mario Brothers 2 Mushroom. It included the Worlds thing, which is awesome, but there's definitely an issue. Uh, and here's the issue, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but but here's the issue that I feel like I'm running into, and if you have a solution to this, I would love to know it. So the 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 World Builder allows people who make the games uh, in order to take 40, 40, 40, of their levels and put them together in up to eight worlds as a world. Okay, so you get eight worlds in your world and each world has uh, a certain number of levels, which equals 40. You guys do the math and figure out what that is. Uh, now, you do not have to put that many in, but people are going to probably put 40 levels in their worlds, which is cool because that means I can sit down and and, and play those. The problem is, and maybe I'm missing something, but as I was playing the game, 
<laughs> this is driving me crazy. Uh, I was playing this really, really awesome uh, set of worlds last night. They were super puzzly. Uh, then there was this one that had a crazy technical jump. I am not a Kaizo or Kaizu or whatever the hell it's called. I'm not one of those players of Mario Maker that plays the super crazy hard levels. But there was a level in this world that w it was titled One Jump. And you had to grab a POW block and jump and then drop the POW block and then jump off of the POW, like land on the POW block and then jump off of it like all in one motion in order to get to the end. And I did this over and over and over. The game gave me 30 lives to try and accomplish this. And I had to, I got the game over screen, I think four times. So that's a lot of lives were burnt trying to learn how to do a pow jump because I'd never done a pow jump before. So I ended up going on Google and I was looking up how to do a pow jump and I read about it and I did some research and I tried, tried and test and failed. And then finally success, right? My son was sitting next to me and he was laughing and laughing as I kept dying over and over. But I, I, I succeeded and I had gotten past that. And then I got to the next level and the next level wasn't like a technical challenge. It was another puzzle. And I, I was struggling to figure out the puzzle and it was getting late and I was, I was like, all right, it's time for me to go, go to bed. I'll continue this tomorrow. So I shut the game off and went to bed. And then when I woke up the next day today, um, I was like, oh, I need to check my turnip prices. So I closed the game and went in to check my turnip prices and my turnip prices were terrible because they always are, but that's okay. That's what our discord is for. Uh, by the way, if you haven't joined our discord, runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Um, so my turnip prices were terrible. And then I was like, mm, let me try, uh, that level again. I couldn't find it. It's not there anymore. Every time that you go to the world selector where it brings up like 10 worlds or something in a circle around you, um, they're all randomized. And then when you go into a world, there's, maybe I'm wrong, but I couldn't find any way to say, oh, save this for later so I can continue. So Nintendo is expecting that I'm going to do 40 levels in one shot or I don't get to finish the world. Does that seem like it makes sense to you? Because it does not make sense to me. Doing it all in one shot doesn't make any sense. I also would like to complain about the fact that they gave me 30 lives in this in order to get past this one level. And then it kicks me out and says game over, but then I can just hit the button and go right back in, right? So why even have a limit to the number of lives that you can have if I can just go right back in and pick up exactly where I left off? That seems like a waste of everyone's time. Oh, here's the game over screen. Uh, apparently you suck, Bill. Uh, and now I load back in again that it just doesn't seem like it's very well designed for, um, you know, for people who are just trying to play this casually, uh, people in chat are saying, be better at the game. Uh, Joel Mead says, get good. Vaxxer is saying that I need to save scam. Uh, but what I need to do is to have Nintendo design a better UI. Make it so that when I am in a world, I can hit I can hit the plus button, and instead of just having uh, having it be cancel and quit, uh, have it come up to save this for later, 
or share this with your friends because that's the way that like think of all of the cool things that people are going to play and never be able to share out and think of all the like I found this this guy whose uh, name I don't remember uh, he made some exceedingly cool puzzly levels and a really tough technical challenge for me anyway and I was having a lot of fun playing through his levels but I didn't get to finish the world that he made because there was no way for me to save my save my progress and come back to it later and then when I go back into the world and I hit the button it just gives me a bunch of random ones I think that that's a mistake and I think it's definitely something that Nintendo needs to fix nuts for Nintendo GoNintendo.com has found an interview with uh, Aya Kyogoku, who is the director of the Animal Crossing game, uh, New Horizons, and they said something very interesting. Now, recently I talked about the idea that maybe they didn't have the content done yet and that they needed to continue to work on the content in order to bring it out later, and I was worried, what if they don't get the Christmas stuff done by the time Christmas comes around. I'm guessing that I was probably wrong about that. I'm guessing that they probably already have a lot of this stuff done. And the patches that are going to come to the game later on uh, are something that they've probably gotten done ahead of time. And most of the time, I think people would complain about that. You know, if it's just done, then just ship it that way. But when you're talking about a game that is so heavily based on the calendar, I think it makes a lot of sense. Anyway, uh, like I said, Go Nintendo found this um, this article which had an interview with the director, and there was something very interesting, at least to me, in this uh, particular article. Uh, it says here, we want to make sure that in two or three years down the road, players will still continue to find new surprises in the game. So we hope to create an update that you can do that with. We want to make sure that users will be able to find new surprises and gain new elements as they play for years down the road. So we want to make sure that we add something for that. I think that at the end of the day, that's awesome. Is it likely? I don't know. We're, there, there's no way that we're going to get really surprised because people people data mine the the uh, the games to find out everything that's in it. It's funny, my wife and I were sitting here the other day and we were talking about the flowers in Animal Crossing and how they use like actual Mendelian genetics in order to figure stuff out and punnet squares and all that crazy stuff from from, you know, your biology class in high school, which is awesome. Uh, and then I was looking at like flower breeding pattern diagrams to tell you like take these two put them together in order to figure out what's what but people already have all of this stuff figured out uh, and I don't know that we'll get many surprises however here's the reason why you don't want to have all of that stuff in there now is because then data miners would know all of that stuff so until we get the patch that has the Christmas stuff in it Maybe we won't find out about it. It's, I know it seems like in this span of the last three minutes, I've gone back and forth and back and forth. It's because I'm trying to make an argument and play devil's advocate in my head. Uh, so I think that maybe we won't find out about this stuff too soon in advance. And that's because Nintendo had the foresight to make sure that that stuff wasn't in the game so data miners couldn't find it. So maybe we will have surprises for a couple years down the road. 
I think that that's cool. Uh, and by the way, if you want to, um, you know, sell your turnips for the maximum possible profit ability, profit ability, that's one word, not two, uh, join our discord, runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Two quick things before I get out of here. Number one, events.nintendo.com. One of our uh, live viewers were uh, here in Twitch chat, dropped this and told me all about it. And I, you know, I knew about this, but I just forget sometimes. There's so many things to watch for. And I I didn't even look at events.nintendo.com. But that shows you what are the upcoming events. So here are the upcoming events. Uh, We just had... Our Tetris 99 12th Maximus Cup, which is uh, which is awesome and really, really fun. Uh, we are going to have on May 22nd to 24th the Splatoon 2 Bonus Splatfest, which I told you about that uh, before. And then this is something that we knew about, but again, had slipped my mind. The Mario Kart North American Open May 2020 uh, is coming from between May 8th and 10th. It says clean up the competitive... I'm sorry, clean up the competition this spring in the Mario Kart North American Open May 2020 for a chance to win 2,500 My Nintendo Gold Points. If you don't know what that is, that's like 25 bucks, right? You can then spend on the eShop. Race onto your Nintendo Switch system from May 8th to May 10th each day from 12 p.m. Pacific time to 6 p.m. Pacific time and make your way up the leaderboard maximum of 24 races. At the end of each day, the racers with the top eight point totals will be eligible to win the gold points. Join the excitement by entering the following tournament codes each day. And we have a list of the tournament codes down. uh, uh, Follow the link in the show notes for a list of the tournament codes. I'm not going to sit here and read them off to you. Here's my advice to you. You have over 1,200 other people who are also interested in video games to communicate with. Get in the Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Use the LFG channel and get a bunch of people to practice playing Mario Kart with. Mario Kart is fantastic. Lots and lots of people have it. If you're looking for a group of people to enjoy playing that game together with, then use the LFG channel in our community Discord and uh, get in there and have some fun. All right, one last thing before we get out of here. I told you last episode that I was on an episode of Radio Free Nintendo, which uh, you can find over at the, uh, I believe it's nintendoworldreport.com. Uh, anyway, it's uh, we had a really, really fun time. It's about two hours or so uh, conversation about Nintendo and games that we've been playing. And that episode is now out. And if you're looking to, if you want to listen to it, Follow the link in the show notes. Uh, Again, big thanks to James Jones uh, and the other guys who were on the show with me for inviting me. I had a lot of fun. The Atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1,300 game variations you play on your own TV set. That's it for today's episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. If you want to become a part of the community, join our Discord. You can also watch the show live on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me on, on uh, not Discord, on uh, Twitter, at runjump. You can get a hold of me on Discord, too. But on Twitter, I'm at runjumpstomp. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network of, of uh, awesome shows. If you want to check out some of the other shows we've got, uh, the Toy Power Podcast, which is about uh, retro toys and stuff. Uh, we've got the uh, Breaking the Panel, which is about, you know, all kinds of fandom, you know, movies, video games, comic books, TV shows, all that stuff. 
And uh, if you're looking for ways to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. There's a bunch of links there for ways that you can support the show. And one last thing before we get out of here, speaking of the Discord, um, I recently made a new channel in the Discord. I get people who ask me about content creation a lot, you know, podcasts, Twitch stream, making YouTube videos and stuff like that. People are always asking me about that stuff. And so I made a specific channel in the Discord for that. I believe it's called uh, Content Creation. Uh, so join the Discord and ask your questions. And, you know, there are a bunch of other content creators are in there as well. And we all will help each other get better at doing this. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, the music that you're about to hear is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys next time. Until then, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>